0: means that each side vilifies the other and says it's us against them and we have this this critical difference between our different groups we're so different that we should believe poorly of the other group listening to Hacking Emotional Intelligence, a podcast from The Five Star Approach, which is committed to helping you build five-star relationships at work and beyond. Your host is the founder of The Five Star Approach, Tyler Small. Hello again, I'm Tyler Small, and this is Hacking Emotional Intelligence. Today I'm going to talk about perspective taking, which is something that is a big theme in uh, the science of emotional intelligence communication, negotiation, anything around interpersonal relationships, perspective taking basically means that you're taking the other person's perspective. You're able to try and put on their lens, try and mentally walk a mile in their shoes. Basically look at this person I'm talking with, what is their perspective? Even just to admit or recognize that they have their own perspective, that their perspective is valid and that it's real for them. And frankly, that it's the only reality that they know. It's obviously going to be different than ours. And also that our perspective is merely a perspective. It's just something based on our senses, the the opinions that we have, the beliefs that we have, the philosophies that we uh, subscribe to. This is our perspective. I want to tell you about an an allegory that I came up with this morning with, uh, with a buddy of mine. I'll introduce you to him on the show eventually. What we came up with is an allegory of a tribe. So we're talking about polarization. And here we are in this time where we have probably the most polarized environment that we've ever seen within one country without being in a civil war. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but it's, if not, it's close. So we're talking about polarization. We're talking about the way that that we think about some of these big issues. Specifically, we're talking about vaccines. There's some people who are anti-vax, they say. And then probably the majority that's okay with vaccinations in general. There's a lot of arguments go back and forth. This allegory was born from this conversation of mask wearing and vaccinations, these supercharged topics. Although I think it can apply to many different topics that people are taking sides on. When I'm creating a a scenario that I'm sharing with somebody, a fictitious scenario, I like to create the simplest possible representation that can possibly hold all the components that are present in the more complex reality that we exist in. What we did is we said, okay, there's this tribe of people. And just to give you a tiny bit of background, it started out and he was talking about if some people want to poop in the river. And so one perspective is that not getting vaccinated, not wearing a mask and walking around and not social distancing, ignoring the precautions could be considered by some, by many, to be like pooping in a river when others who live downstream of the river actually rely on that as a source of drinking water and that it could potentially be killing people downstream. So we designed this allegory to try and be as objective as possible and to help the audience to see the other side's perspective. Okay, so it's a perspective taking exercise. Basically it starts out, there's two friends. There's Gina and John. Gina and John are friends. Gina likes to wear Converse shoes and she likes to eat pizza and read. She's a big reader. She loves fictional books, fantasy. She also reads some self-help. And she works at a big company. So Gina's this normal person, right? John is one of the tribes people and and their friends and he wears shoes and he likes to eat vegetables and he likes to talk with people. They both have children and they're friends, right? They've known each other for a long time and have a, a mutual respect for one another. One day, this little girl in their tribe, her name is Emma. Emma unfortunately passes away. The people in the tribes that are concerned about this is you know there's only a hundred of them there's only a hundred left and so they say emma passed away why did she die what was the cause and so originally we had talked about people pooping in the river but we decided to change it because i think that it's easy for most people to agree that pooping in a river when there's people downstream drinking from the river is bad in the interest of creating an allegory where both sides could potentially have a different perspective we decided to make it throwing rocks in the river Gina believes that throwing rocks in the river actually killed this little girl. And John, he likes to throw rocks in the river, he doesn't see a problem with it. He doesn't believe that throwing rocks in the river killed Emma. He doesn't think there's there's any danger at all. And so the two argue about this and they have these opposing views, okay? And it turns out they, they talk about this a lot in their, their tribe, someone has died, they're trying to find the cause. Some people believe they found the cause. It turns out that 90 of the tribe members um, agree with Gina. And they're on Gina's side, that throwing rocks in the river is what killed Emma. And John and nine of the other tribe's people, they say that throwing rocks in the river did not kill Emma. There's no inherent danger in throwing rocks in the river. So you can see how the COVID virus, some people actually claim, that it is this totally fictitious thing it doesn't exist some people believe this in its entirety some people believe that covid is the most dangerous thing ever it's more dangerous than any other threat that we currently face and that we should be acting against it with more vigilance than any other danger that exists in the world and and then there's everything in between right there's people who are like it's dangerous but it's not much more dangerous than a normal flu a normal seasonal flu that comes around so there's all these different perspectives and in an effort to help you to do this perspective taking, we're saying that in our allegory, that t- 10 of the tribe's people believed that throwing rocks in the river did not have any danger, any bad side effects or anything, but 90 of them believed that it did, okay? And as the authors of the allegory, we're saying, we don't know. We don't know if it did or not. But we know that 90% of the people believed it killed a girl, and in further... That Tommy, who hangs out around the river, that Tommy is at risk. If we throw rocks in the river, Tommy may die as well. He's young. He's a little kid, just like Emma, about the same age. And we believe that Tommy is potentially next. If people are throwing rocks in the river, Tommy could die as a result. And so with 90 of the tribes people believing that Tommy's life is in danger, and ten of the tribe's people believing that Tommy's life is not in danger, at least from throwing rocks in the river, we have this conflicted belief systems, right? These two belief systems. John, on the one hand, leading the one belief system, and Gina on the other. So Gina and John are are opposed on this. What are John and Gina to do? So we figured out that they can do nothing. They can negotiate, or they can fight between themselves, just Gina and John or the different groups within this tribe can go to war. They can organize and decide that they're gonna go to war and have a war. And we talked about polarization and we talked about negotiation. And we said, okay, so the goal more or less of negotiation in the circumstance would be to coexist peacefully and to decrease the, the chance probability, duration, intensity of war, and to also decrease the amount of constraints that people should endure. Those are the goals of negotiation to minimize war, violence, any type of constraints. Whereas the goal of polarization was violence, war, and constraining other people. And that that was the goal of polarization. Not that was John's goal or Gina's goal. But if they desire to be polarized, and I want to talk about polarizing, what that does. Polarizing means that each side vilifies the other and says, it's us against them. And we have this, this critical difference between our different groups. We're so different that we should believe poorly of the other group. And we should not respect their right to have an opinion. And we should degrade them and and potentially go to war against them or have violence or or we should constrain them. So we talked about government and we talked about social agreements and we said, okay, so it seems like they need to have a social agreement. And with the analogy of people pooping in the river, the social agreement that, this is a different analogy, different allegory, is that, okay, we're not going to poop in the river anymore. We're going to have a social agreement that people aren't going to poop in the river so that the people downstream can drink the water and not die and not get sick and stuff like that. So there was a, there was a social agreement and people believed that a social agreement was a good thing. So in the case of our little tribe, some of the people in the group of 10 that John was with, we called them the Johnites. Some of the Johnites, one of them was so extreme. He said, we don't need social agreements. We just need no rules, no agreements at all. And we just all do our own thing. So it was, nobody can tell me what to do. And on the other hand, the 90% said, oh yes, like we have these rules. We agree on these certain things, these social agreements. We've negotiated, we've talked about it, we've united, and we've agreed that these are gonna be the rules that we live by. And so the very idea of having a social agreement, whether that is, okay, we're gonna have a government and we're gonna live by the laws, or that we're going to be kind and honest to each other or that we're all going to get vaccine or that we're going to wear seatbelts or we're going to tax cigarettes and alcohol. All of those are social agreements. And so in our story, we decided that John has options. So what is John to do? Oh, also, we realized that John throws rocks into the river for his living and John must throw rocks into the river to make his living. And so John can either go to war, he can either rally the members of his group that believe that there's no big deal. He can also look in Gina's group, the the 90, and he can say, is there anyone here that maybe you believe that throwing rocks in the river is bad, but you don't want to make a social agreement that constrains me from doing my job? Is there anyone he could find, maybe one or two that wanted to come over and join his group and say look, if you don't think that we need a a social agreement, a law on this, then you can come over and join my group. So John could then get his group together and he could say, we're going to negotiate with Gina's group. Or he can say, we're going to war with Gina's group. Or he can say, we're going to leave. We're going to go find and live next to some other river. So they have these options. Similarly, Gina's group, they can say, okay, we've got 89, 90 of us, we can, we can go to negotiate with John. We can go and kill John in his group, or we can ask them to leave, or we can, the 90 of us can leave and go find a different place to live. So this is interesting because sometimes a family is living in a certain neighborhood and they realize we don't like it here. We don't want to negotiate with these people and we don't want to fight with these people. So we're going to go somewhere else and live by a different river. (laughs) So that happens, right? oh, I don't like my neighbors. I don't like the social agreements that they have, or I don't want to negotiate and come up with social agreements with them. So I'm going to leave. I feel uncomfortable here. So we always have options. We always have the option to negotiate or to go somewhere else. So if we, we liken it back again to reality, if the rule is that everyone has to wear a mask, And and, and the 90 people in the tribe say, okay, we're making a new rule. There's no more throwing rocks in the river, okay? So that's the similar part of the allegory. And then the 10% say, no, 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 no. We don't want that social agreement. Then they, they have the options. They can try and negotiate. If the negotiations aren't successful to turn over the 90%, which could happen. They could negotiate and say, All right, we're going to throw rocks in the river anyway. We know that Tommy will probably die. We believe that Tommy will die if we do that. But we're going to throw rocks and we're going to allow people to throw rocks in the river so they can negotiate. They can determine whatever they want through that negotiation. They can leave or they can fight. I won't make it much longer here, but this is the scene that we set up. This is the allegory. People believing this way, believing that way. And so I'm interested to see what you think about about this. I'm going to have more conversations with other people. I may continue this thought process, this thought experiment, but think about your own perspective and think, okay, what are my options? What are the social agreements that exist? What can the the 90 tribe members do? What rules should they make that apply to everyone if they believe that Tommy's going to die if they don't do something about this? And the other people in the tribe may die as well. And if they fully believe that will happen, then what are they going to do? that will affect these other tribe members, these 10, who who disagree with them, what is John to do? He can pick another line of work, right? He can negotiate, he can fight, he can rally the, and, and and war, or he can move somewhere else on his own, or he can rally the 10 and, and, and move some, somewhere else with part or all of them. So I, I think that it's important to remember perspective taking and thinking about the fact that other people have perspectives and we don't necessarily know everything but even if we think we do other people believe that they know contrary and i know this is a very simplistic example but hopefully it becomes a way a new way for you to think about and talk about different things that happen in our environment and then give you some options for action in the future and so by perspective taking by exercising your muscle to take another person's perspective and think about it from a different angle and think, okay, what can we do here? We can negotiate. We can, we can fight. We can make violence on each other. We can move apart. We have different options and what does polarization mean? What is the us versus them mentality going to do for us? Can we seek for peace? Can we seek to negotiate? Do we agree that having social agreements is better than no social agreements? Because if we say there are no social agreements, basically with no rules and no consequences for any rules, then that makes it okay to willy-nilly kill other people or take their things and to walk over the top of them without any social agreements, that, that becomes very barbaric, a very barbaric situation. And so are social agreements a good thing? And who should determine the social agreements? If it's not the majority, then then who should? Should John be the dictator? If you believe that th- throwing rocks in the river is not dangerous and that John is smarter than all these other people, then should John be the dictator and determine all of their social rules? Should he be the the sage, the medicine man? What do you think John's role should be? These are questions that, that we talked about on our 10-mile run this morning, and I hope that you um, enjoy tugging on them a little bit. And, and, and I know that some of the things I've said have probably been short-sighted and wrong from your perspective. <laughs> and, and, and probably as I think about it more, I'll discover things that I've said that I disagree with myself. But I think it's more important to open up the, the thought and to practice perspective taking and make some mistakes than to just bear down and dig in our heels on our own perspective and, and not seek for understanding from others. I think we have something to be gained from perspective taking, from exploring, what's going on here? What are the social agreements? What options do we have? Can we negotiate? Can we seek for peace? Can we explore the other person's perspective? And I see a lot of good coming from that. I'm looking forward to hearing stories about where this goes. And with that, I am Tyler Small and this is Hacking Emotional Intelligence. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If so, please consider sharing it. If you'd like to learn about the five-star approach or join the conversation, you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as at our website, 5 That's the number five star approach.